our intro song is dun, da, da, dun, da, da, dun, <laughs> titled Wave by Kill Them With Color. And go. <laughs> Ooh, come on. Come on. Baby. Let the morning sun proclaim. Just something suave to get us started, huh? Suave's a good word. Well, 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 if it isn't my dear, dear pal, DJ E Mood, how are you, homie? I'm good, I'm good. Coming fresh off a week beach family vacation in South Carolina and ready to take the bull by the horns. <laughs> well, if you're at home grooving with us, this is Plurality, a podcast about beautiful music and beautiful people with new episodes coming out every other Wednesday. I'm Mikey. That's DJ E Mood. We out here. Dude, how's the beach? The beach was nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. We actually, we got to see um, baby sea turtles hatching and we helped them make it to the ocean when they were leaving their little, their little nest. It was very sweet. We saw like 14 little baby sea turtles make their way to the, the ocean blue. That's amazing. Yeah. What you been doing? Holding it down in Boston? Dude, my mind is so empty right now. <laughs> my mind's on the flip side. There's just, it's so saturated that I can't formulate words. So. <laughs> All right. What are we speaking about on this fine day? You know, what we're speaking about a drop of the week. What a great segment that always is. Hey, then we're going to bring back Festi Feature because, you know, it's a big time in the world of festivals at the moment. It's Festi season, baby. And then we're going to finish with news with your booze. We're going to kind of parlay. Festy season into news. Because we're so good at parlaying. Mm. You know, I really hope all my parlays on the UFC hit tonight. <laughs> that would be sweet. Is that what you're doing with your jujitsu friends? Oh, you know it. Nice. All right, you ready to hop into my drop of the week? Let's hop, baby. I chose the song because the original producer is on the lineup for Tomorrowland, which is what I'm going to be talking about in a little bit. So we'll jump right into it. My drop of the week is Hypnotized, the Ludes remix by Purple Disco Machine and Sophie and the Giants. That's it. That's pretty much the like motif there, but I adore that track. Just the lyrics, the melody, just a phenomenal, phenomenal tune. When I first heard that song, I had it on repeat for <laughs> quite literally like three months. <laughs> it's just one of those one of those tracks when it hits you, you're like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna play this until I just can't anymore. It's the type of song you could play on repeat and maybe like kind of get lost and not realize when it starts, when it ends. Absolutely. It would just be like a long flowing, beautiful, high energy type of vibe, you know? Couldn't agree more. And that is because of the person who remixed it, Ludes. 
I was gonna ask, this isn't the first Ludes remix or tune that's been played on this podcast, is it? I think I played Ludes, an original tune by him. Um, it's three words. And they're not like short words. It's da da da. <laughs> what is it? Pure bliss meltdown. Yes, that's what it was. Pure bliss meltdown. I love that track. So yes, Ludes knows what he's doing. I'm actually not going to talk about Ludes. I'm going to talk about Purple Disco Machine. <laughs> but I didn't want to play the original Hypnotized by Purple Disco Machine because because you wanted to play the Ludes one. It's just not as good as the Ludes remix. <laughs> Which I think is, you're totally entitled to that. I will say the original is very good. And I will say there are other remixes also of Hypnotized that are also very good by other producers. But I chose Purple Disco Machine because he is on the Tomorrowland lineup. So we're going to jump right into it. The original track, Hypnotized, not the remix, has gone platinum in France and Switzerland, two times platinum in Austria and Poland, five times platinum in Italy, Gold in Belgium and three times gold in Germany, where he is from and lives with his wife and two children. So Purple Disco Machine, real name Tino Piantec, is a new disco house DJ producer. And he has a really cool background because when he was a kid, his father was a record collector who introduced him to the funk music of the 70s and the 80s. So that really inspired him as a kid. And then he got a few synths in the late 60s and started toying around with producing. And he also first discovered house music around that time. And then it took him another, sorry, I'm doing math in my head. It took him another like 16 years after that before he released his first original track, but he did so in 2012. And ever since then, he's just been a massive, massive force to be reckoned with. He has remixed huge hits like Dua Lipa's Don't Start Now, Lady Gaga's Rain On Me, and Lizzo's About Damn Time. Hits, hits, hits. All of his remixes are just so, so good. If you have any interest in any disco-inspired tunes, but still have that, like, modern-day pop, like, bop about it, that's his bread and butter. But he, he's really good at doing old-school disco as well. I saw him live at Avant Gardner last year, and it was one of the best sets I've ever seen. I don't know that the, the technicality of it was that impressive. I mean, I wasn't standing up on the stage looking at what he was doing, but everyone in the audience was just having such a good time. Like we were all elated. Everyone was singing along word for word to all the songs. You know, the gays love a theme. <laughs> so the fashion of this show was just like out of this world. Everyone was dressed to the nines in their 70s inspired outfits. Damn, that sounds like a party. Oh, it was. It was. And he had pyro that there were these little like boxes that would shoot up like 20 foot flames, <laughs> which looked really cool because his signature color is purple. Obviously, a purple disco machine. So with the purple and the huge-ass mm. disco ball in the middle of the room with the 20-foot flames, I was like, oh, yeah. Fucking flames? Leave me here all night. <laughs> so if you haven't heard of Purple Disco's tunes, I, I definitely say go check him out. He is a lot of fun. And it's like it's a good music to put on when you're at a party. I'm sold. Or you're at the beach, you're at the pool. I mean, the disco machine. He's a machine. Purple was my favorite color for like a good chunk of my life. I think I'm like a free agent right now, but <laughs> free agent. I always liked purple. He's fluid in his favorite colors. Yeah. I feel like I am too. It's all about your mood, right? Exactly. I love colors. 
I just like so many of them. I mean, you're really great at wearing a lot of different colors, so this doesn't surprise me. Thank you. Thank you. Quite the compliment. I'm sure you look fabulous in purple. I don't think I've ever seen you in purple, so we should try that. We should dress you up as Prince one day. Okay, I could do Prince. <laughs> You'll probably, like, blow my hair out or something. <laughs> Actually, with your hair, I think you would make a pretty good Prince. <laughs> yeah, that might not be terrible. Uh, you're welcome. There's your Halloween outfit this year. There we go. Oh. You were talking about how they went platinum in all the countries, and me as a novice was just thinking, what exactly is it to go platinum? So I think it depends on which country you're in, like the parameters around it, but let's see what the actual numbers are. It's kind of weird too, because since the streaming age, I think it's a little bit harder to determine because before it was based off how many CDs you sold, you know? Okay, they are awards given by the Recording Industry Association of America, or otherwise known as RIAA, which represent huge sales. Gold is 500,000 units, and platinum is 1 million units. 2 million or more for multi-platinum and 10 million for diamond. Ooh, diamond is 10 million. Going diamond. I mean, I'm sure that's like reserved for like the Beatles and Beyonce and Michael Jackson. <laughs> but I would be interested to know now, like how that is factored. It's probably like CDs, MP3s, vinyl. But like, that's just not how people consume music. I know, it's all, which is unfortunate because it, it cheapens it really when you think about it. But I mean, the artists are not being uh, rewarded for all the work that they put into it. That is one critique that I have with Spotify. They need to pay their artists more because you really water down all of the effort that's gone into it when one stream costs like a tenth of a penny or whatever crazy factoid it is. And when it becomes about numbers like that, I feel like you end up getting a bunch of people out there who are just trying to like put stuff out with the goal of maybe catching on to the algorithm and picking up some listens. And it's not really about the music as much. 100%, especially in the TikTok age, because then you're like building it down even more. You're like, all right, I need 15 seconds of a really good song. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I, I always look to BT in those times because he just speaks so eloquently about how much he loves technology and how technology can make our lives more efficient and better in all of these ways with music especially but he also still advocates for the rights of the musicians and you know it's happening a lot right now across industries with music with acting with writers like everyone's on strike because the unions need to negotiate the human contracts because the AI, if we don't stop it now and like give the people the rights, like AI will just take over making all of the content and companies can use AI for way less money than to pay humans, you know? So there's so much that goes into it, but yeah, I, I really, I love watching BT's like Instagram when he talks about these things because he's just very like, you know, technology is not the enemy. We can work with it, myriad ways that it can make our lives better. It's just about finding the balance between using that power and also protecting the humans who developed it in the first yeah. place. Like, come on. <laughs> anyway, I digress. Here we are. Hey, no, what a what an interesting little thought piece that is. Yeah, maybe we could delve into it deeper some other time. Are you going to throw down some wubs for us here? I don't know who this this person is, but... 
I see your notes. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to tell you about this person before I play it. How about that? Oh, okay. Let's do it. This is a song called Under the Tide. The producer is Stryer, S-T-R-Y-E-R, vocals by Sonder. Mr. Stryer is a young man based in Denver who's now 26. He first got into EDM listening to Big Room Progressive House in the gym and then got into dubstep upon first really hearing it at Wobble Land San Jose 2016. Oh, very specific. <laughs> Must have been an, an incredible <laughs> event. He's actually managed by Bear Grylls, which is something cool. And they have a couple songs that they've worked on together, Sedated and Float. Well, I love Bear Grylls, so I'm excited to hear Stryer's stuff. Yeah, Bear Girls is super talented. The way I found this one today, and I think I'm going to start doing this more, is I literally just shuffled all my music. And I never do that, but I'm like, I have like almost 3,000 songs saved. Like, I got to uncover some stuff. <laughs> and that way I found like three options. And then this is the one I picked. I think this was the right choice. That is a fun way to choose which song you're going to tell. It is, it is. And I like go through the queue and like get rid of like most of the non-EDM songs that sneak in there. <laughs> they're sprinkled, but they're there. <laughs> the script or like... Like Lifehouse was in there, and I was like, oh my god. Taking us back. Okay. Buckle up. Are you ready? Wait. All right, we're good. Yeah, you were right. This was going to be a heavy one. <laughs> like builds back into a second drop like immediately Ooh, back to back oh, so that's essentially what we're working with here under the tide crunchy stryer saunder packs a punch huh oh daisy i gotta catch my breath take some deep breaths <laughs> This was released on Rude Service, record label founded by Bear Grylls. Rude, like R-U-D? R-U-D-E, service. Rude Service. Rude boy. I really try to memorize who owns what record label, but there's just so many. <laughs> there's so many. How many do you think you could name off in like 20 seconds if I set a timer? Wait, don't think. <laughs> Let's play. <laughs> okay. All right, ready? Mm-hmm. Seti? Mm-hmm. Go. Anjuna is Armin Van Buren. Wait, that's wrong. Anjuna is Above <laughs> and Beyond. Armin Van Buren is... Wow, I'm blanking. A, well, A State of Trance is his podcast, but it is... Fuck. 20 seconds. They already hit it? Yeah. Shit. <laughs> All right, I'm going to jump in next 20 seconds. 
Slanders is heaven sent. Yeah. Nightmares is good vibrations. Yep. Han Solo's is Bitbird. Odez's is foreign family collective. Well, clearly you beat me. <laughs> Rude boy, Bear Grylls. <laughs> yeah, I could have said Bear Grylls. Alice in Wonderland is what's it called? F U at. FMU Records. FMU Records? That's probably many seconds. What's like Sudden Death is probably like go jump into a dark pit records or something. John Summit is off the grid, but apparently he's changing it now. Did you see that? Yeah. Lawsuit? You see, he, he apologized. Did he? I thought he probably should have, so that's good. Yeah, I think it was like yesterday. He tweeted and like apologized for the whole thing and said he's changing. It's not going to be off the grid anymore. He's, he, they've dropped the lawsuit. He talked to them. Him and his team are brainstorming and they're going to change the name. Well, that makes me think that somebody close to him probably has a good head on their shoulders and realized the bad PR that was developing around this situation, and they worked to amend it, which is wonderful. It was a little disheartening at the beginning because I was like, I know he's not a, a douchebag like that because everyone was like being so awful about it. Like to the, to the, it was a festival, right? I believe it was like a drum and bass like festival, uh, but they'd been doing it for like years. Also, you there are like so many good names you could come up with the word summit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's that's good to hear. I'm glad I'm gonna go read his apology, but that's nice. I'm glad. Even after the apology, like on the thread of people who are responding to it, he was like actually answering the people who are criticizing him. Was like I, I realized the mistake here. Being accountable for it. Yeah, yeah. So I think that was. Really cool. Mm, having accountability. That's a great sign. Yeah, we don't always get that these days. <laughs> no, no, we don't. That's refreshing. <laughs> Especially in a hetero male white dominated industry. Did you see Barbie? I haven't yet, but um, <laughs> both my brothers have seen it and they both gave raving reviews and Frenchie really wants to go. So yeah, we're going to have to find some time to put it in our schedules. Good, good. It's funny. In our six and a half years together, we've actually only seen like three movies in theaters really? <laughs> two of them being lady gaga movies <laughs> you have a very niche type of movie theater date <laughs> yeah house of gucci the star is born and we saw tag which my younger brother is in so that's the requirements you need a relative in the movie or lady gaga <laughs> that's it i mean she's a relative at this point so <laughs> so only relatives Hey, let's go into Festy Feature. Let's let's talk some fests. Let's do it. You got, as you teased earlier, one of the biggest, coolest ones on the planet. Yeah, it's this little tiny one that maybe you've heard of called Tomorrowland. No, tell me more. It's like yesterday. What's another word for land? <laughs> I'm getting like crazy deja vu right now. <laughs> Did we already have this conversation before? Probably. I think you may have made a similar joke about like yesterday something. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Yeah, don't mind me and my my, my dad joke right <laughs> over here. We need to check the tape. Just cut it out, please. No, no, I want you to follow through this thought. Yesterday. <laughs> yes, yesterday. I think before, yeah, I couldn't think of another word to come up with that was like land. So probably the same thing happened. Yesterday kingdom. <laughs> anyway. So yes, this tiny, tiny microscopic festival called Tomorrowland, which is in fact a very large scale annual EDM techno festival. Techno festival, <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> These days it takes place the last two weekends of July and it's held in Boom, Belgium, which is such a good name for a city. Like Boom. Great name for a city. Boom, baby. <laughs> 
So Tomorrowland debuted in 2005 from an idea conceived by two brothers, Manu and Michelle Beers. The festival employs 80 people year-round and 12,000 people during the event. It employs? Employs. 12,000 people? For the event itself, yes, for the two weekends. That's like an insane operation. Well, we're going to get into how freaking massive it is. So the first festival in 2005 had 9,000 attendees at its debut. But in recent years, it's been consistently welcoming approximately 600,000 attendees since 2017. Sam, Over both weekends, right? Yeah, they took two years off in 2020 and 2021. Actually, last year, 2022, they announced they were going to do three weekends. And that year, they had 900,000 people come over the three weekends, which is just like, holy shit, dude. (laughs) Like, you can't get bigger than that. But this year, they are back to just doing the the typical two weekend. I think they maybe were like, okay, we we recouped our money from the two years that we didn't have the best. We can go back to just doing the two weekends. Because, I mean, just doing two weekends of this massive, like, they pretty much build the city, but even bigger than like Black Rock City at, at Burning Man. Over the years, they've changed the amount of stages. Tomorrowland can boast anywhere from 17 to 14 stages, <laughs> which like in comparison, when you're thinking of Izu, like Izu has what? Typically it has four. This year, they're going to have another one, five. They'll like triple that. And that's tomorrow. <laughs> I was looking at set times earlier and I just couldn't even comprehend how many stages and how much music was ongoing all the time. The thought of even planning your day is so daunting. Truly. I think the way to do that festival is you have to pick maybe three a day where you're like, these three I'm not missing. Yeah. And then you just have to... Exist the rest of the time. Find the vibes. (laughs) Yes, honestly. For sure, for sure. I like that festivaling strategy in general, I think. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you definitely have to when it's that massive, because if you were to sit down and be like, here are all the people I like, there's just way too many conflicts. Too many to see. Yeah. (laughs) And if there are 17 stages. Who knows how far apart you are? Yeah. Exactly. Then you're spending all your time worrying about getting from point A to point B, and you're Mm -hmm. missing the whole point of you. Exactly. Of all the things that make this festival so unique, its main stage has become the largest and most elaborate stage of any festival around the globe. The design of the main stage changes every year, which has been based on the festival theme. And they didn't start doing themes till 2009. So since then, every year they have a theme and the main stage is always according to that theme. This year, there were 14 stages. The names were Main Stage, Freedom, The Rose Garden, Elixir, Cage, The Rave Cave, Euphoria, spelled Y-O-U, Terra Solace, Rise, Atmosphere, Core, Crystal Garden, The Library, and Moose Bar. I mean, just like naming the names, <laughs> you're like... I'm keeping track of nothing. It's hard to even fathom, <laughs> truly. So one thing that I thought was really cool that probably most people don't know, there's a flag that Tomorrowland has every year. It has their logo for Tomorrowland on it. And the logo is compromised of a butterfly, crown, and eye. And those things symbolize freedom, the beauty of nature, and the purity of the human soul. Isn't that sweet? That's very sweet. 
They sell these flags at Tomorrowland. And when you buy one, Tomorrowland donates five euro to the Tomorrowland Foundation, which is a global charity aiming to teach music, dance, and arts to children across the globe. So they're like doing good things. They're not just like giving people these awesome experiences. They're also investing that money back into the, the youth and the culture and keeping the world a good place. Snaps for Tomorrowland. Heck yeah. I can't wait to go. My friends who have gone the last two weekends keep sending us videos. I'm like, ah, oh, that is so good. <laughs> I've just been loving the video of Shaq, like in the crowd, jumping around with people. <laughs> it's so pure. It's Brian. Yeah. Oh, sick! I haven't seen that yet. I retweeted it from our uh, from Polar oh, Plurality because I was check it out. loving it so much. Yes, it's so sweet. Check it out. Very cool. Such such a good guy. But I also have been seeing a lot of highlights from the festival that you're about to talk about. So I'm excited to hear your notes. Let's talk about Shambhala which is the longest-running EDM festival in Canada, founded in 1998, located on a 500-acre farm on the Salmo River in West Kootenay, British Columbia, eh? And in the first year of this festival, there was 500 people gathered on the side of the Salmo River for a small music and arts festival. Well, today that has grown to be what they say is over 17,000 people who attend annually. Uh, but Shambhala boasts 200 plus artists at six stages with live music being played from noon on Thursday until 8 a.m. on Monday morning. So quite an extensive amount of time you have to vibe to some tunes. Something interesting about Shambhala is they have never accepted corporate sponsors, which I thought was really cool. That's cool. Depending on what you read on Reddit, you might think that they are under some form of pressure to begin accepting corporate sponsors in the wake of the COVID uh, couple years where they were not able to hold the festival. But something cool, if you're on their website and you literally go to their About Us page at the top... Uh, it says that Shampala Music Festival acknowledges and is grateful to three different native nations, of which I really don't think I could pronounce. Silix, Sinixit, Ketunaxa, something along those lines. But it's just recognizing that the farmly, as they call everyone who goes to Shambhala, the farm, the farmly, comes together amongst the mountains, forests, and rivers of unceded traditional lands of these nations. It is an honor that it is on this land we're able to create the magic that is Shambhala Music Festival. We hope our guests will feel a connection and respect to the past and the future of these peoples when they set foot on the farm. So I thought that was very cool to give tribute to the land of the people that they're having this celebration of life on. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, I got really deep into the Reddit on Shambhala. So... Plurbies, basically, what our plan is, is to go straight from Festi Feature into News With Your Booze. So now that we give you a little background on these festivals. All right, so some of the news that I discovered in my scoping of Reddit and Twitter and other sources. I was on there on like Thursday night, and it seems to be pretty chaotic. People arriving for early arrival, but were waiting in line for like 10 hours in their cars. And then they were still charging people the $70 early arrival fee all the way till 8 a.m. on Friday. General camping was said to have filled up, which left some people to just be setting up in the extended parking or like wherever between cars. There were some photos circulating of the VIP tents set up like inches away from each other. 
and they were like not set up super correctly. Oops. So if that was I who paid that much money for a VIP campsite, that would have been a small bummer. So I was reading all of this and I was like, damn, this sounds like it's going to be a gong show. To be honest, people were talking about how it seemed like they might have been a little understaffed or volunteers may not have been given a ton of information, all of this stuff. And then I came back and checked the general vibe after the weekend and everyone was like, oh my gosh, incredible time. I love this place. Some people were like, there was a lot of crappy stuff, but it was a great weekend. I think it's an interesting thing to bring up as a point of discussion, how a festival like that is impacted by them missing a couple years, 2020 and 2021 due to COVID. And now as EDM is becoming bigger and more mainstream, there's a lot of new entrants and new people interested in being consumers in this industry. And you see festivals making an effort to expand a lot quickly maybe recoup some of the finances that were lost in COVID, but it seems to have affected the experience of some of these festivals. I agree. And like you say, with COVID, maybe they were just hurting with the resources they had to staff it properly. And I mean, throwing a festival, there are so many logistics that go into it. It's, in it's incredible if you actually think about what goes into it. It's insane. And if you don't know, I mean, not that they don't know what they're doing. They've been doing this a very long time. But for people like McFarland, whatever his name was, who did Fire Festival, like clearly he learned very quick yeah. how you can't just be two people and organize a festival. Like it takes, I mean, Tomorrowland, they have 80 people year round. I mean, that's in the off season, like in season, like, yeah, you need hundreds and thousands of people. I think I don't want to speak for everyone, but I do feel that the majority of people who are like us and like to go to these festivals would probably agree that we do hope some of these festival creators and the amazing people who put them on are able to take note of everybody's feedback and hopefully push us in a positive direction where maybe a smidge safer to camp and exist and do all of these things at the festival. Yeah. Go to the bathroom, eat a meal that has nutrients in it. <laughs> Electric Forest did a tremendous job, I must say. It sounds like Tomorrowland is on top of their shit as well. Oh, yeah. I've seen the videos of Tomorrowland's food. They're like freaking five-star meals, like sushi and steak and the whole nine yards. Zam. Zam, Zaddy. We're going to talk about Tomorrowland more, but first on Shambhala, before we go, I want to talk about a few good things, play some music, and then we'll send her over. Good things. Despite all of that that we just spoke about, I have read a number of positive things. And I saw on Instagram from a wonderful individual named Neil Merchant, who co-founded the group that I just went to Electric Force with called Face Melt Fam. Neil's a wonderful guy. And I think he's been going to Shambhala for a bit. And he posted after the weekend just a post from Shambhala. And it just said, Shambhala, still number one. Nice. So I think that's something to be said for somebody who's a veteran of many festivals for a festival like that to hold such a high ranking in somebody's heart. So I do hope they're able to continue to overcome any obstacles and put on wonderful fests. Because that's one I definitely want to go to. Yeah, considering that their values are in the right place. Exactly. I, I too would like to support them. Ah, they seem to get it from that standpoint. Yeah, because if you if your festival has the values, then you know that like one, you're supporting a good cause, but two, it will do its best to stick to the core intention of raving, which is human connection. Exactly. Give back to be one to unite for sure. 
it seems like they have definitely captured an essence of some of that on that farm. And so our hope is that it will continue for many, many years into the future. On the Reddits, you know, the set I saw most commented on being a baller set was sub focus. And somebody has uploaded the first 20 minutes and I went and watched it earlier and it was just incredibly grimy and beautiful in ways that only drum and bass can be. And I really enjoyed that. And a few other shorter videos, I'm going to play the song Vibration one more time featuring Arco. And it's beautiful. And the range that Subfocus shows in the set is something to be admired. And I'm excited to share this tune because it's a vibration as it's called. Let's hear it. Some drum and bass. I mean, sub focus is one of the best in that that realm. And that one's no exception. Yeah, that was beautiful. Arco, I think she's the vocalist on Panic Room. Oh, she's on Hot Air Balloon with Don Diablo. That's a really good one. Oh, and apparently it's it's two people. I didn't know that either. Yeah, it's like a electronic duo. Panic Room. It's them and Camel Fat. Nice. Oh, I'm gonna have to listen to that one. You know that song. Hold on, I'm gonna play it. When that song came out, I feel like a lot of people either remixed it or I just heard it on a lot of playlists. I'm gonna have to send that to Justin because that one is fire. Unfortunately, that was one of the songs the year it came out that sometimes when a playlist would end, when it would jump into radio, that was the first song it would always play. So I kind of got old of it for a while, yep. but I haven't heard it in a second. So it, it felt nice to listen to it again. Yeah, we've all had those tunes and it's like, damn, such a good song, but... <laughs> Spotify is just beating it to death. Like, <laughs> please stop. Hey, let's let's do uh, let's do Tomorrowland news. What do you got? Yes, yes, I got a few highlights that really stood out to me of some videos that I caught on the socials. The first one I saw that before I even knew what we were doing with news with your poos, 
I saw this and I was like, oh yeah, we got to talk about this at some point on the pod because it's just like such a good clip of a moment in time where you're like, oh yeah, this is why we do this. Like (laughs) seeing the DJs jumping and seeing everyone in the crowd jumping at the exact, like everyone in unison, the people in the crowd are singing the chorus, which has no words. They're just like mimicking the noises of the melodies. And that moment is when Martin Garrix and Alesso did a surprise B2B at one of the smaller stages during weekend one of Tomorrowland. Wow. So I found this video of a clip from that B2B on Dancing Astronauts Instagram. And he posted this moment. They were playing the song Calling Lose My Mind by Alesso. And like I said, the entire crowd just goes insane for for when like the drop comes and then they're all just like bouncing up and they look like, like i don't know nematodes or something like mexican jumping beans like everyone <laughs> all right i'm gonna watch it right now this is so pure <laughs> isn't it just amazing like and because it was a surprise back-to-back, like no one knew what was happening. They announced it, I think, right before they went on. So, of course, everyone rushed over there. And it was at a smaller stage. It was not at main stage. Because both Alesso and Martin Garrix had their headlining sets that they did at, at different points in the weekend. But this was just a little surprise B2B that they did on a smaller stage. And I, I hope to see the entire set because it just looks like from beginning to finish, high vibes. Because they both have s- such good songs that like so many people people know so when when everyone in the crowd knows how the song goes every song it doesn't have to have lyrics and you can still sing it together like oh i also have just such fond memories of that song calling it's an edm classic calling alesso is just it doesn't get much better than that i think it'd be safe to categorize that one as a banger for sure. And it was during the day. So it's like you expect moments like that to happen at night. Not really when the sun is still up. This just made it even more magical. A daytime banger moment is pretty awesome. Yeah. When everyone can see everyone, like the yeah. visibility is clear. And yeah, for sure. One of my favorite things. Oh, 100%. 100%. So this next highlight that I have, I caught this one on EDM Train's Instagram. Dude, this is so fun. <laughs> <laughs> Another special moment by another massive DJ. And it was of Tiesto's closing set at main stage on Friday, weekend one. And I believe it was his last track, just from the vibes I got of the lyrics of the track. The song that he played is a track called Bittersweet Goodbye by Icy Cross. And in that song, it mixes a liquid D&B beat with a sample of a 90s song called Bittersweet Symphony by The Ferv. A lot of people from my generation know that song. It's a very classic, like... Mm, Tiesto loves drum and bass now. Yeah, I know. It's so sick. His evolution from trance to house to D&B, it's pretty dope. I didn't even know this song existed. I After I watched the video, I had to look up the song. I was like, whoa, what is this track? Um, so that's how I figured it out. It was Bittersweet Goodbye by Icy Cross. 
But when the drop comes in, when he played it, it's not the liquid D&B beat. It's kind of more like a hard style type beat. Mm, interesting. Not like a hard, hard style. Maybe it's just like big room. I, I don't know. It's hard sometimes to <laughs> differentiate because I couldn't find any remixes that match the sound online. So it could just be an original by him. But um, the reason why I think it was his last song is he gets on the mic in the video and he says, I hope you have the best weekend of your life which is so sweet to say. And right like as he ends saying that, the lyrics in the song say, bittersweet goodbye tonight. Uh, and then there's like these big fireworks and everyone's just so happy. Sounds like a finale. Another video after watching, I just like had chills and I was like, oh my God, like this is just vibes on 100. Can I watch it now? Do I have permission? <laughs> yeah, you can. I hope you have the best weekend of your life. So sweet. I hope you have the best weekend of your life. It's so awesome. I hope you do too, Mr. Tiesto. Right? He's in his 50s and he's still doing what he loves. Ledge. Ledge for sure. Those are my, my two highlights that I was like, damn, man, yeah, goosebumps. I'm, I'm going to be thinking about that even though I wasn't there. Like, Man, yeah, when sometimes a video hits like that, you're just like, man, imagine being in that moment. But it's cool to like watch it and to know that I didn't even have to be there to like be moved by it, you know? To be moved by it. <laughs> when you know everyone is like in the moment. When you have a whole group of people all in the moment. Damn, that is a cool thing. It's true. All right, well, we're going to finish up news with your booze, talking about some new releases. Let's do it. You want to do yours first? Uh, sure. Dang, let me tell y'all, I looked at my release radar and was so happy that there was so many names that I know and love, just a few of them. We've got Disco Lines with a new banger called Are We Okay? Apache, a new tune called Fracture. Tiesto has a new remix called Good Love that actually has both drum and bass and house in it. Nice. And it's so great. Everybody go listen to it. That one's with Hannah Lang and Roro. Zed's Dead has a new track called Levitate. Zoo has one called Changes. Zed remixed John Summit's Where You Are, which is just a massive song being remixed by a massive artist. No big deal. I mean, also new tunes from Louis the Child, The Chainsmokers, Champagne Drip, D.O.D., a remix of Casablanca's Am I Dreaming, which has been a song that I have had on repeat lately, Ooh. and more. But what I'm going to play for you now is another drum and bass track by two artists. Camo and Crooked is one, and Mephjus is two. And everything that these two artistic groups, entities, projects are attached to... I find myself really, really enjoying in the drum and bass field. Can't recommend them enough. This is their newest one. It is called Nebula. And I want to play it for like two minutes because there's so much that happens. I couldn't cut it off. So here we are.
like they took the note from that track that Zed's Dead and Grizz did. Ooh, yes, it does have that vibe. With the opera, Ecstasy of Soul. It's like, Yeah. That wasn't terrible. That actually was pretty, I'm impressed. (laughs) Thank you. This has a really nice uh, grid Zed's dead. Wow. This one isn't drum and bass though. I think it just gets dubstepy. Yes, dubstep. But you know we're here. Might as well stick out for the draw. What is something people are not ready to hear? Yeah. Zed's dead. That's just when a couple of professionals get together to make a banger. Right? I got goosebumps. Mm-mm. What a nice little treat. Didn't expect to play that one on the pod today. <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> well, hey, that's what I got for news. You had some releases for us as well, eh? Yeah, I saw yours and then I was like, oh, what the hell? I'll throw a few in there too. What the hell? I looked at my release radar and these two tracks that I chose out of that one were apparently Mal P released a remix of Armin Van Helden's classic, I Want Your Soul. And I love the original of that track. Um, and then I listened to the Mal P remix and I was like, huh, okay. 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 This, this is definitely quite different. Okay. <laughs> Do you know that song? Off the top of my head, it doesn't come to mind. Do you want it right now? Oh, I can't let go. The question is, <laughs> which on this list are you going to grace our ears with? You know, I was thinking about it. I was going to do that one. But then I was like, 
I should probably put a techno song in here. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I mean, we are the number one techno podcast, so I think we probably should. Exactly. So Hilo, Oliver Helgen's techno alias, just released a new track called All Caps, Open Your Mind. And that was the one that I thought we should, we should listen to. Hell so yes. And before we get into it, will you tell the people number three on this list, which is very exciting? Number three on this list, I didn't have to pull from my release radar because I always knew, I already knew. That's right. They was on it. Because I'm BT's number one fan. BT recently released his 15th studio album, The Secret Language of Trees, which is a sequel to his fifth studio album, This Binary Universe, from 2006. It's, it's another one of his ambient albums. Like Every few albums, he'll release an ambient album. And uh, this binary universe was also ambient. This is the sequel. And it's just beautifully crafted, intelligent dance music. IDM, baby. It's like, how did you come up with this in your crazy, crazy brain? <laughs> years and years of excellence led to that moment. Yes. And quite the collection of synths, both analog and digital. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Gotta collect them all. All right, let's do it. Hilo, open your mind. Gosh, I love over your mind. is the king of dope buildups. <laughs> I'm excited to see him play this live at Izu. Yeah, I'm, I could be on board with this. Oh, wait, I'm gonna be at Izu. Fuck! Sorry. Yeah, that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. You can come for one day. Maybe. Maybe just one day? If you maybe have access to any uh, wristbands that pop up, let me know, maybe. All right, we'll see. Hi. That would be sick. Anywho, this is it. This is it. The end of the podcast. This is it. We now end every episode on a techno song, because why not? Also, you have to give it to techno for having the best symbols. Like, the symbols are always so crisp and just, like, clear in techno. I mean, when your drums are on point, it's just a thing, you know? It's true. That doesn't mean anything what I just said, but... <laughs> no, I, but I totally understood. I understand what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> and I agree. <laughs> Those words literally add up to nothing, but like, you know what I'm saying? As a percussionist, I know what you mean and I agree. Hell yeah, brother. Because it's true. Like, if your kick drum and your cymbals, like, if, if they suck, your song sucks. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your song cannot be, like, elite if your drums are not good. It's true. There have been so many times that like I'll listen to a song and I'm like, oh, the lyrics to the song are so good. And then like the chorus will come and it just falls flat, like with the melody and, and the, ch the choices of sounds. I'm just like, ah, sorry, you had me in the beginning, but you lost me. <laughs> Not gonna lie, they had us in the first half. Oh, hey, by the way, did you see Miss Cream, how she entered her set at Shambhala? Was that the Roses? 
before. Yeah, she was in her white suit and she had a bouquet of roses and she passed them out in the crowd. And then like she she couldn't even pass them all out because she was like, oh fuck, I'm running out of time. So then she's like starts sprinting up to the stage. <laughs> and like you could tell half the people had no idea who she was. They weren't ready for it. Yeah, I did see and I was like, damn, that's sick. It's badass. I wish I was in the crowd. Yeah, you're like, I am uh, drying this rose and keeping <laughs> it forever. Yes. I'm going to keep the rose forever. How about this one by the Banana Gang? The Banana Gang. But no A's. Every A is replaced with the number four. Speaking of bananas, on vacation, Aaron and I played a lot of rounds of bananagrams and that is just such a fun game i actually i used to be pretty awful at it but i'm progressively getting better because i have to because aaron french <laughs> is in fact the world champion at bananagrams <laughs> there was one round where at the beginning all your tiles are face down the whole idea is you have to use all your letters to make words as if they were on like a scrabble board yeah 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 we had all just flipped over our letters and we're like starting to formulate the words. And it took her, I think, 10 seconds before she said peel. What? And I'm like, how is that even possible? I think I would like to test my wits against Frenchie at this game. Ooh, I'd love to watch that. We'll bring it to EBCO. Perfect. And then we can all play it as a fan. Ooh, that'll be here before we know it. It's true. And before you know it, Plurbies, I'm talking to you if you're at home listening. You are following us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, threads, at PluralityPod. I just made us a Reddit. We have zero posts. I don't really plan on posting, but I wanted to read about Shambhala and I had to make an account. So PluralityPod on Reddit. This is a good song to have to sign off to. I just came across this remix actually that I had not heard, but Chris Lake knows what he's doing. First time I ever heard the song was this remix. Oh, really? I hadn't heard the original, yeah. People at home go to find all of the amazing tunes that we've selected to share with the world. You can head on over to my Spotify, E-M-O-O-D, E-Mood, and that will bring up all of the tunes that you've heard on every episode of the Plurality Pod, unless there were some rare remix or something that we pulled from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> or TikTok. Or Reddit. Or Instagram. But music's in a lot of places, you know, we can't constrict ourselves. There's plenty of music out there that no one's ever heard, that someone's sitting on. That's to be heard. It's to be heard and that could change lives. And if you're listening to this and you have music that you haven't released because you think it's not good enough, just release it. Don't wait any longer. You can get hit by a car tomorrow. You don't know. Release it today. Facts. Facts. What if you get smoked by a bus tomorrow? That'd be a bummer if no one got to hear your tunes. 
Could be mean girl status. You get hit by a school bus. They say she dies, but then she's like, just kidding. She broke her neck. Yeah, she should be fine. She broke her spine. Drop your tunes, because who knows what could happen. The limit does not exist <laughs> if we learned anything from Mean Girls. The limit does not exist. Release your music. And her hair is full of secrets. <laughs> I like that one. I'm trying to think of what my sign-off is going to be. Let's see. How about peace, love, and silence? Because... I feel like even outside of meditating, like I don't make enough time in my life for silence, especially because my career is in music. I love music. It's my passion. But silence is equally as important because it's in those moments that you really go inward. And those, those moments are just so important to just remind you that you can do anything you put your mind to. And you are the person who will either be holding you back or be taking the next steps you need to to get to where you want to go. Like, it doesn't matter what other people say and think. You are the person who gets to make the choices in your life. And if you want to wake up and release your music, you gotta just do it. <laughs> I hope your friend is listening to this podcast. What's his name? Justin. Justin. Release your music. <laughs> Heard it from Moody. So we can put it on the pod. Yeah, I'm trying to play that on the pod. That was a really cool message. And I think I needed to hear those words. And that was very nice. I appreciate your thoughts. What a sign off. <laughs> Silence. You probably do need it because you're Spotify's number one streamer <laughs> all time. Yeah. <laughs> I need more silence. I don't know. Sometimes it kind of has gotten to the point where like music like organizes my thoughts, which is weird. Like sometimes I'll be feeling like jumbled in my head and I'll put some music on and uh-huh. everything kind of like falls into place a little bit. And I don't know if that's a product of just okay. listening to a lot, but something interesting. No, for sure. I mean, like when I need to like calm down, but I'm on like my way to somewhere, I'll usually like put on like slower bpm music definitely definitely maybe no lyrics because yeah you can it can help regulate your your heart rate and your stress levels sometimes it's nice to just throw on a little sound bath while you're existing in the world sound baths while you're in the bath oh chef's kiss light a candle light some incense you know what else? We should bring back hot tubs. Not just tubs, not just baths, but hot tubs. The tubs that are always hot. Was there ever an era that people just like had hot tubs at their houses? I feel like maybe yes, and maybe that's not as much anymore, but is it almost time? Can we return to the hot tub era? Is it almost time? And let me make it clear. I personally never want to own a hot tub or have to care for one. There are a lot of maintenance and money, I think. I would like every one of my friends who is a homeowner to just have one. <laughs> that seems like perfect. Please and thank yes. you. <laughs> Message to all of you. Oh, what an era. The hot tub era. <laughs> okay, dude, I gotta go. Bounce. We'll catch you later, player bees. Catch you later, y'all. Thank you for listening and being here with us. And homie, uh... Oh, wait. What? This is episode 30, isn't it? Three zero. <laughs> We hit another multiple of 10. Milestones on milestones. It's in the rear view. On to the next. I'm excited to get to 60 and to 100. Same. And to 1 million. I was literally thinking about it today. Like, it's been a year. At some point, it'll be two years. That's kind of a crazy thing to think. 
two years, stuff happens in two years. Your life looks different after two years. Facts. Your life could look really different in two years. Yeah, you could go from listening to like mostly dubstep to like tech. <laughs> Whoa. So funny how that happens. Just kidding. Dubstep is techno. <laughs> Shout out to Mrs. Cream and Barbara Streisand and also Alicat. Yes. Wow, that was a treat. Moody coming in to save the day with the shout outs. I mean, we had to put it in there. Had to put it in. All right. Mwah, mwah. Kisses. Love you guys. Deuces. Noah, I'm going to text you about the EDCO lineup. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, this one's so groovy.